Andre Georges is a former pro boxer who was born in Iraq but calls Windsor home. Andre fought out of Border City Boxing during his career where he is now a coach. Join me, Drake Demore, as we chat with Andre at the club about his pro career, coaching career, and what else he's up to nowadays. Hello, how you doing? It's Zach Cassidy. Adam Enrique. Joe Siddle. Tom Crawford. Todd Warner. Brett Romberg. DJ Laramie. And- Holy Mackinac, you're listening to Wind City Sports. What up, everybody? My name is Drake Demore, and thank you for streaming or downloading this episode of the Wind City Sports Podcast. Windsor's only local sports radio show and podcast. The radio show airs live on CGM 99.1 FM every Thursday at 12.30 and replays on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. On the radio show, you'll hear highlights from our podcast interviews, some good music, and as much local sports news as we can gather during the pandemic, broadcasting from home still every week. Here on the podcast, which drops every Thursday morning, first thing in the morning on WinCitySports.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere podcasts are found, you'll hear full, uncut, and unedited versions of interviews with local athletes, coaches, entrepreneurs, and so much more. Give us a subscribe and review on whatever app or platform you might use. And as well, we have a big social media presence, at WinCity underscore sports, if you're trying to find us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Facebook. Win City Sports or the Win City Sports Podcast, simply search us up and you'll easily be able to find us. Win City, W-I-N-C-I-T-Y is all one word, but we'll talk about that at the end of the show as we normally do. But on to today's podcast. Today is Thursday, June 25th, 2020, and it's episode 201 of Win City Sports, episode 201 with a former boxer, as you should know by now, uh, if you listen to the intro or if you read the title before you hit play andre georges andre gorgeous georges is our guest this week on the win city sports podcast suggested to us by another one of our favorite guests josh cameron former boxer out of border city boxing as well who's now out in vancouver doing his thing but how i never thought to ask this guy before is beyond me um and again as i mentioned to andre actually at the club after josh uh, mentioned him it took about you know two seconds to say yep Let's get this guy on, because what a resume he has. Former pro boxer, he fought uh, Terrence, Terrence Crawford, Earl Spence, as we'll get into, um, which I didn't even know until I went down to the club and he dropped that one on me in an amateur bout. Um, talk a lot about, you know, obviously training in Windsor, coming to Canada as well, r- briefly uh, touch upon that, and just, you know, a lot of his days in the gym here in Windsor and across the border in Detroit at Cronk Gym famous gym that has been popularized by some of our past guests including josh cameron and even todd screwy st louis who uh, used to train with charlie stewart and was brought over there to you know get a little bit of toughening up as you will hear in the stories from andre uh brings us through some of his most you know notable bouts and fights um you know goes through some of his triumphs and struggles in his career and how he decided to retire crazy story about how where and I guess why he decided to retire. Um, we'll get into that one in the podcast as well. Um, man, we touched upon a lot of uh, topics on in a pretty short time, actually. Um, not that it's a short interview or anything, but um, can obviously have him back. I mean, when we were done, I said, well, it feels like we're just getting started. I feel like, you know, maybe 
you should have done more research or something. I don't know. But maybe we'll have Andre back. Him and his wife actually run uh, AG Boxing Fit, a personal training slash boxing training organization, I guess, within Border City Boxing. Anyway, we're going to hear all about it with him. We do have a good amount of local sports news to go through after the show. Um, and some, if we miss, will be on the Win City Sports radio show and always on our social media trying to keep you up to date with everything going on with our Windsor sports and you know people from Windsor which is why we do this show to highlight the stories of the people in Windsor or from Windsor and that being said let's get into our interview with Andre Gorgeous Georges here we go born in Iraq but residing here in Windsor Ontario as our next guest we're here at Border City Boxing he's a former boxer with a record of 12 wins and three losses now the founder of AG BoxFit and a coach here at Border City Boxing, Andre Georges. Welcome to the show, man. Hey, how's it going, man? Good. Thanks for thanks for uh, having me here. Obviously, during these times, it's a little bit different. But uh, as mentioned, born in Iraq and came out to Canada. Um, how long ago? When did you come here? Right about, to Windsor? Or? No, we went uh, from Iraq. We fled there it was from the war. Okay, yeah. So we had to fly. We had to escape from Iraq. We went to Iran, Turkey. I got here when I was about, I'd say, one or two years old. Oh, okay. Yeah, we were in Toronto for a couple months, and yeah, we came yeah. right to Windsor. So, so not, a right, of, yeah. Yeah. not a lot of, not a lot of memory of that. Obviously, no, I wasn't sure. No, no, yeah, I went back in uh, 2007. Oh, yeah. I went back there. I was called back there for the for the Olympic team, oh, cool. and um, so I finally got to go see. Go and actually yeah, see it. Yeah, my hometown, like country and it was nice yeah for sure yeah. obviously there's there's good aspects to everything yeah. in regards to traveling of course and that's your home country so yeah. um you know you come here when are you going to start getting involved in boxing about like 14 years old yeah yeah i just like that's fight. what i figured so that's why i was like wasn't sure if he came around that time and no you know. i wish i would have started just a, maybe a tad bit earlier but 14 was when i started josh candy my coach got me a lot of fights quick because he knew yeah. i had to catch up to all the fighters yeah. that started at 10 and 9 right yeah. and ended up getting 150 fights as an amateur turned pro around 23 so that's what I was going to ask. Like, it looks like you jumped into it pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, you know? at least like the fighting aspect of it. Yeah, I mean, fourteen to twenty-three, so a bit about ten, almost ten years amateur, and then went pro mm-hmm. from twenty-three to my last fight was twenty-nine. So it was a quick amateur pro career, not as long as I wanted it to, but I had no regrets. I fought the oh, greatest yeah. in the world. You know, what I mean, oh, yeah. Terence Crawford. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I had a lot of experience, so no regrets there. Oh, 100%. We'll get into all yeah, that, okay. of, course, of course. But, um, you know, like the first beginnings of it, I like I always I always ask guys, it's got to be a little bit of like, I don't know, am I sure if I want to do it? Were you kind of encouraged to fight right away? Because um, like you were, you're coming in to train, the next thing you know, you're fighting, right? Yeah, you got me in, I think, first month. But I, I was in here. I was like cocky kid. I came yeah. here from the streets, you okay. know, and there was this kid called. Jonathan Wagner, his nickname was Sexy White Chocolate, and he was not a, he was, I mean, he was 0-4, and, and I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to get in there and kick his ass when I get in there, right, and it's sparring, and he gave me the biggest ass whipping I ever took, and that's when I was like, you know what, Josh, I'm ready to learn this boxing thing, you know, it's nothing like the streets, you know, it's, okay, yeah. so that I went in there, and after that, like, in the first month, got a fight, first two months, maybe, I got my first fight, and then I just 
kept going and going and going. Were you, and going. Did you love it right away? Yeah, right? I just yeah. loved it. I won my first fight. I ended up losing a few there, mm-hmm. here and there. But still, I just wanted to keep going and going and going. And 150 fights in about, yeah, that's, that's nine years, seven, nine years. So it's a lot of fights. Oh, yeah. Every weekend we're going out there fighting, fighting. And that's what made us better. And then yeah, of course, yeah. sparring in the States, you know, in Detroit, Kronk, Kronk yeah. been in that, yeah. or yeah, that, uh. Because original of, yeah con- that's what i mean you guys had yeah. a good affiliation exactly. with them right so yeah we did a lot of guys over there oh yeah every weekend we go every friday we go there and it was just like a almost like a jail like <laughs> going there yeah and they say they all yell out fresh meat fresh meat as soon as you walked in the door so when you're like a kid and it's your first time going there and then i mean it's a room as big as this ring here you know what i mean and mm-hmm. the greatest fighters came out of there and it's like oh it's like gives me chills still to the day you know you just yeah, walk in cool. there and you got all these champions there and in a little facility in detroit mm-hmm. one of the greatest gyms of all time i love that stuff man i feel yeah. like that's that's the pure you know boxing that's the pure oh, sport yeah, right there was, yeah. it doesn't have to be you know no, fancy they and had, stuff uh, like that. i can still remember one two three bags heavy bags two speed bowls and a boxing ring that's it just keep it simple right <laughs> that's like, it that's... but it was uh say like a day like today they'd have the heat on in there and it'd be in the basement of the community center <laughs> yeah it's about <laughs> uh what at least 25 30 degrees outside yeah. right now for yeah. people listening yeah. like so... <laughs> they're, they're they're trying to work you like that's oh, what they're man. instilling just, yeah that once you get in there and i remember we took a lot of pictures there and nothing would come out Right, I mean, I got pictures with Tommy Hearns. I sparred him. Oh yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, That's I, the thing, yeah. like trying to find stuff, like footage from yeah, there. It's impossible. You it's can't because it's so hot. And I got a picture with me and Tommy Hearns, and you can't even really tell it's him or me because it's so fogged up because it's so <laughs> hot in there, right? <laughs> but those are cool. Those have to be cool memories. Oh so, yeah, like, yeah, again in Detroit. In the, Detroit, the, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. what made me. Yeah. as good as i became was that cronk gym right obviously with my coach josh mm-hmm. and all that but that's and him taking me there and everything but that's what made me the fighter i am yeah. today and that's what i try to do with my fighters today you know we try yeah. to go to the gyms in detroit and that's why they are as good as they are today too yeah that's something that we've talked about on here many people you know kind of cross training between disciplines and different uh training partners and facilities oh, yeah. like gyms and stuff exactly, like that because exactly. you know some people kind of are like you know I'm, I'm border city through and through that's it you mm-hmm. know just that but it's the the benefit of it is mm-hmm. that's how, like you're saying yeah. that's how you get yeah. to that yeah. next and you level. gotta have a, a lenient coach too like my my coach used to let me go to like toledo i mean ohio um with uh sean porter's dad i don't know if you know sean porter no, yeah sure. i lived with him and in, in the training camp there and he'd let me go with this other coach just to check out you know different styles and bring back different stuff and with it's, the yeah. yeah he'd let me get around some coaches try to keep no 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 stay here stay here this is all you know this is all it's good for you you know what i mean and then that's not a good yeah. coach and in that sense like it can be but to challenge yourself in a spot like at least go spar with yeah, different people you know what i mean i'm not yeah, saying yeah. like yeah. go and just train with another mm-hmm. coach for a no. year it's like go in and, and test just, your ability uh, yeah, right? you have to right that's how you get better mm-hmm. so like you said that it all kind of uh went into your transition into pro yeah right? like all of that experience really helped you kind of exactly. fast track that right yeah yeah and then i just went into pro and it was just easy work there until yeah, in the pro game when we get them step up fights right so in the beginning they're them fights the pro fights yeah. are almost easier than any amateur yeah. fight right you get some step up fights and then 
obviously move up the course, rankings yeah. and your fights get tougher and tougher. Yeah, that's where I, I wanted to go next, actually, because, you know, that's when your your pro career starts and takes off right away. It seems, yeah. You know? a, lot, yeah. a lot of fights in Detroit, too, where you were training, yeah. you're, you know, you're comfortable. Yes. When your first eight, uh, six of which are, are knockouts or mm-hmm. TKOs. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, which is what do you remember about those times? Just being being on a roll and probably, you know, feeling yeah, like you're on top of the world. Yeah, it was, it was good times, oh, good times. Sure. and But... Maybe I moved too fast because I was remember I fought uh, Leonardo Tyner. He was like twenty six and, and what was he like twenty six and two, and he just fought Canelo. Went the distance with right. Canelo, and I fought him at the Palace of Auburn Hills, and it was a 10, 10 round fight. I think so. Yeah, I went the distance and I won that fight. But it was like shouldn't I had nine fights at the time? I shouldn't be fighting this guy right now. Mm-hmm. I ended up beating him, but I'm just and then. Because of that, now you got to fight another tough fight, right? Now you're up there. You can't go from... It brings you up to that yeah, level, you're, right? Yeah, I just won the North American title. Now people want that. So now you're at 10 fights and big shots are calling you out now, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe now I, you know, learned maybe I could have slowly got there. Maybe yeah. it have been better. Just to tread no water your way there kind of yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Because I, I was going to bring that up too. That was for the NABA. Yeah, North uh, American... Welterweight. So then yeah. that was the first one too, right? You yeah. were the, the first champion. Yeah. That. So that, yeah. again, that's got to be part of a you know the oh, career it was, highlights. Oh, it was great. Yeah, that was one of my f- best fights. Uh, and then what did I do after that? We went Chicago, Vegas a couple times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's what I mean. A lot of them were in Detroit, but you know, we got to fight in some big venues, travel mm-hmm. around the world. Yeah, Palace, that's like right. the Palace of yeah. Hills, Plaza Hotel in, yeah, in Vegas. Yeah. So. Mandalay sure. Bay. What's that? Mandalay Bay. Oh, yeah? And, uh, yeah Crawford right there. there. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, you know, just traveling around North America has got to be yeah. one of the perks to, you know, being a yeah. professional athlete. Yeah, with the pros, it was a lot of traveling in North America. But as an amateur, it was Europe. Of course. And, yeah, so man, I traveled the world because of boxing. Or yeah. Really, I wouldn't honestly be... I'd say I went to Toronto. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know and, what I mean? You know, considering your story, too, you, you came here because you wanted to be here, right? Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Yeah. I find a lot of those people aren't like, okay, I'm going to start traveling now. It's like, yeah. I got I got. Yeah, here, yeah, this is know? my city right here. Yeah, I, exactly. I love Windsor. I know a lot of people talk smack about Windsor, right. but I do love Windsor. This is my city, and that's it. You yeah. know what I mean? That's why I do this, man, is to yeah. you know, promote the people in it or from yeah. it have gone yeah. on and stuff like that. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. All I talk yeah. is good about Windsor, like. It's got a bad name. I don't know why people hate on Windsor. <laughs> Sometimes but, they just don't get it. Yeah, yeah, I love it, man. Like, I don't really want to be anywhere else but Windsor. Yeah, I mean, we've had better times, but I mean, obviously, yeah. I mean, right like, now, I'm not <laughs> gonna say to go to any other city. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, nope, this nope. is the spot to be. Mm-hmm. But the community, the the boxing community, is huge here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah and, and very tight yeah. too. You know, the different gyms, but yeah. working together. Yeah, we are, we are, especially now more than back in the day. Yeah, well, especially too now with the resurgence of MMA. Oh, you know, yeah. Probably 2004 yeah. when you started. It was popular, yeah. but boxing it was, was popular, dominant. Yeah. Right? Oh, no, yeah. Even at the end of my career, they, they weren't as as good. Now their stand-up game is freaking really yeah. good. Like that guy, TJ Laramie, the guy can fight yeah. even in boxing. You know what I mean? He'd yeah. be a good boxer if you put him in the boxing ring. So. Well, yeah, that's why I say that about you know cross-training with uh, different yeah. gyms and stuff. So you yeah. go to MMA gym, they have everything. But yeah. sometimes you need to work on your boxing. Mm-hmm. You gotta come to a place like this exactly. to really yeah. test yourself, right? Yeah, for sure. Because ours is all hands, right? That's yeah. what we work on. So exactly. it's like, how you gonna beat that? Exactly. So that's one thing I always find cool too, though, is just 
like a place like this and Cedric's um, Windsor Amateur Boxing, mm-hmm. but they're just they're pure boxing gyms. Yeah, and it, it keeps it. it's something that especially here in the Drewlard area, this place right here is yeah. one of the staples, right? So it keeps yeah. that history, like community yeah. history. I'm sure yeah. that's something you guys are proud to do, right? Yeah, in the beginning, what I was saying like I wanted to like we got all this history here with all the champions and Josh Cameron and Janine was up there with Samuel Mays and and I wanted it all down. And Josh, my coach, says, I said, I want the new guys to come up. You know, I want their pictures. He says, yeah, but you need that. You know, they look up to that. And this is it. There's champions that been in here. And they came out of this gym. You know what I mean? So they will believe more. Okay, somebody else could do it here. We can do it too. So that's what this gym brings, right? Champions. So Yeah, absolutely. Oh, there's no doubt in that. And then when you look around and you see them. You say, you know, mm-hmm. I want to be on that wall exactly. too, right? That's, exactly. Uh, so I didn't, I didn't really understand stand in the beginning when I became a coach. I said, let's put these kids up here. Forget about the history of us. You know, we're old now and we're done. But mm-hmm. he explained it, and now I know what he means about yeah. that. And what, what we still have lots to talk about with your career, yeah. and then of course uh, boxing as well. Mm-hmm. But were were was there a big transition from you know a fighter to a coach, or were you always kind of in that coaching role mm-hmm. as well? No. I never ever thought I'd be a coach. Yeah. I never wanted to be a coach ever. So there's a lot of learning <laughs> yeah, about how to coach, yeah. right? Yeah. And never in my life. I remember Josh used to do me, uh, gave me these. Uh, when I was 16, he made me do my level one coaching, level two coaching, level three. I'm like, what? You're thinking, oh, this is dumb. Is this? Like, yeah, like yeah. I'm never gonna be a coach. Why you? Why I got to take these classes? And now. And I'm a coach. I already got those levels yeah, exactly. all done. Exactly. And I'm like, thank God I did it when I was a kid. And yeah, while you were training. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's, um, it's a kind, you know what I mean? You just, I just, it came kind of easy for me, though. Mm-hmm. It's just because I know boxing. My, like, I tell people, like, I wasn't strong. I wasn't fast. I just had the mind, right? I was always thinking in there. And I could tell what he's going to do next. So for me to transition to coaching, it was it was pretty damn easy. Like, it wasn't yeah. that hard of a job for me to do that. I just I teach him. That, like, yeah. yeah, I just knew it so well, especially the mindset. Like, if you're just a power puncher and you kill, kicked everybody's ass just because you had so much power, I don't think you can transition to a coach that easy. But mine was just all mind. I'd always be thinking in there. I didn't have speed or power. Yeah. So. Because everyone has that, you know, but not everyone mm-hmm. has speed exactly. and power to their yeah. advantage. Yeah. Like, and it's individual. You're you're mm-hmm. you're coaching one guy. It's not like you're coaching yeah. a team full of yeah. different kind of players, like a big fighter and a goal scorer or whatever. Yeah. You know, you just instill what you know, and it will translate. Yeah. Of course, I mean having that knockout power is obviously not, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, something yeah, you can yeah. pass down. Right? Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah. Say. The reason. Yeah. That's that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Like the reason I asked that is because a lot of guys when you're training you're you're kind of helping each other out right mm-hmm. so there's always like yeah kind of coaching but maybe don't see yourself doing yeah. that or consider I mean, when yourself. i was a boxer i don't know everything was competitive to me so if i seen like say josh cameron making a move wrong move i wouldn't really you know i, mean, I wouldn't bother with it mm-hmm. today like these guys i can't let them get away with nothing yeah. right so i mean it was more when i was boxing it was just about you know what i mean yeah it was about you. i worried about, yeah. i don't know i ain't got to worry about that so i sure. worry about me for sure as well, i was kind of selfish in that way you know what i mean but it's a different uh aspect mm-hmm. different role yeah you know what i mean like you were definitely here working on yourself yeah. For so yeah time. i wasn't thinking coaching nothing it was yeah. just about me you know mm-hmm. what I mean? but as mentioned you know talking about some highlights of your career you know fighting all over the world 
Uh, also being able to compete for the IB, uh, IBF Superweight yeah. title. Yeah, I mean, that was a good fight. That's got to be something that sticks out in your mind and probably other stuff too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's gotta that be fight was a tough fight. It was in Chicago and I still think, like, I don't ever say, oh, I could have beat him. But that one, if it was an accidental headbutt, smashed my nose yeah. in the third round. Yeah, I watched and had that to one go, Yeah, I had to go nine more rounds with a smashed up. I mean, we could, I couldn't even take water because of the blood just all in my yeah. throat. And, Josh said he's tried to put, you know, the the Q-tip to yeah, stop the bleeding, nose, yeah. and he said he couldn't even get it in. That's how bad my nose oh, was busted. Yeah, up. so, I mean, I went nine more rounds. I finished that fight. I think it was a majority decision win for him. So, one, that means one gave it a draw, two gave it to him. Chloe, I think, I still think if I didn't break my nose in that third round, I would have had him, but... Yeah, you would have more. boxing, right? It, oh, yeah. Of course, unless yeah. I mean it's like it was accidental. He did not. Yeah. You can't change anything no. in that moment, yeah. right? So that's so I think I, like, yeah. oh, you know, I but think I'd have had, I mean, he ended up winning it. He yeah. ended up going yeah. and winning the yeah. next fight and winning the IBF. So yeah, yeah it stings a little. Bit. Yeah, and that's a weird thing too, because some people say, you know, at least I lost to the champion. Sometimes yeah. it's like, well, I didn't want that guy to win anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. But but he went on to become, you know, he's undefeated, one of the best ever. So. Oh, you're mate, you're Tom. No, I'm oh, not. Sorry. No, that's a different guy oh, for really? the IBF eliminator. I'm looking at the wrong one, aren't I? Yes, I am. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, the IBF eliminator was a Chicago fight, and uh, that went 12 rounds. But I would, that's the busted nose. Yes, yeah, sorry. Then I fought. Terrence Crawford, which today is my favorite boxer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the guy's, I mean, he's great. I mean, I mean, right after the fight, Josh and me sat in the locker room. He wasn't world champion. And I told Josh, whoever I just fought, because I've been in 170 fights total, say. And I said, that guy, and whoever I just fought, Josh, will be world champ, if not the best fighter ever. And that yeah. that time he had sixteen fights, and you, and I you can ask Josh. I, I said that's I've never ever ever experienced. It. And Josh said, yeah, "Gorgeous." Experience. I just witnessed greatness and talking talking about the other guy. You know what I mean? And he never talks like that. And it was just like because I just he's seen me my whole career, and you never seen someone outsmart me like that. If you're gonna beat me, you're gonna beat me with speed, power. But you're not gonna outsmart me. This guy had all three: speed, power, yeah. and smarts. Like this guy was just amazing. And, Great guy too. I mean, he yeah. gave us tickets to his last. I mean, when was it? When he fought in Vegas, he got us tickets. So I still cool. talk to him. Yeah, that's there. cool. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, I mean, it's just those small little things that make a big difference sometimes too. I mean, regardless of anything, it's got to be cool to look back and say, you know, I was in that yeah. that boat. Exactly. You know what I mean? You so. get to see him go on and yeah, stuff like that. So I do. Just, I, you know. treat, I watch every fight, and I want him to do good, and not because he even beat me. I just he's a great guy, and. And to say that you fought the best, you know what I mean? Exactly. And I think he is probably, no, I don't I don't see anybody beating him unless it's uh, Spence. But I, I fought yeah. even Earl Spence in the amateurs. I oh, beat really? him, yeah, I beat him at the world championships, the ringside championships. So okay. I know, how the, but he, I was the older fighter, more experienced. He's a little, maybe three years younger than me. So, That's but I beat you him. Were, you were yeah, looking to fight back then, you know, that <laughs> yeah. was when you were Yeah, you that was were when a I was, yeah, fighter. Think, yeah, 23, <laughs> I think he was 20. Okay. I mean, we we're both adults, so I'm not going to take nothing yeah. away yeah. from me. I, I beat him, and I that's would, it. Yeah, yeah I beat Earl Spence sure. Jr. But I fought them both, and I put my money all day on Crawford when yeah. they do fight. 
Well, like I said, you, like you said, you've been there. You've been yeah, in front of them, I've right? Been there, so yeah. that's, so, I mean, uh, that's a hot take. Yeah. For sure. yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, you you wrapped it up actually with a, a KO win in Mississauga back in 2014. Mm-hmm. How was that decision made to retire? And was there any plan to go to coaching yet, or did it no. all just kind of happen? No, it just happened. Um, I just, you know, I get that itch. And I just didn't go away two years after the Crawford fight. Every day and every whatever other day, I'd have the itch. Man, I could do it, you know. And Crawford's winning. And Crawford's winning. And I'm thinking, man, this guy just beat this guy. This guy just became world champ. This is who I lost to, you know. Maybe I could come back. And that, so I said, I'm going to make a comeback. And uh, that fight, I don't know if you watched that last fight. I got the shit kicked out of me, you know what I mean? And I got dropped in the third and. And his guy was from France. I think he was eight and two, eight and nine and one, something like that. He came from France, and it was a Mississauga. And and I retired third round when he dropped me. He dropped me, and I'm thinking like, and the referee, if you see that fight, the referee is just waiting for the next punch to land to stop that fight, and then the bell rings going into it. So the third round was done, and I'm like, but when I'm in there, I was in there in the third round, and I'm like, oh, what the hell am I still doing here? You know what I mean? Let's get this. Just had a moment of realization. Yeah, I said, you know what? I'm done from boxing. <laughs> I'm in a fight. Mm-hmm. It's not the time to retire. Yeah, yeah. You retire after. Yeah, but I was seconds. just done. Yeah. <laughs> and you should see, I'm just just barely missing the punch. Punch is just about to hit me. The referee is about to jump in, but he can't because the punch didn't land it. So, and then the bell rang. Fourth round, I made a comeback, and then I caught him with a hook and just drop and this guy was winning like and but I caught him with a left hook and he just went down and he couldn't get up and everybody after oh yeah this is it you came back you made a comeback I didn't want to kill the party but in my head and you already like, it's decided over, before that <laughs> yeah wow wow you yeah. would not think that look at like watching it you know what I mean yeah. from the outside perspective mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that's insane so yeah. So obviously, then it's. So it was it's a good over. way to go. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I mean, I I, I was is. good to go with a loss there, but I caught him with a hook and down he went. It was a great. It was a nice hook. I mean, I was looking for it though. I knew that was the shot that was gonna land. It, well, I don't know if you could say it was lucky hook, but I would I mean I trained my whole life yeah. working on that hook, and he came right into it, and bam, he went down and just couldn't get up, and really couldn't get up. But he tried because he knew he was winning that fight, but he just couldn't get up. So from there, you know, you you get out of that ring. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it's dawning on you you're done yeah you come back home are you like do i no, go to the gym like, i what didn't happened? uh what was that 29 i think two years later i came back and i said you, you know what let me see what's going on in here let me see if any you know kids anything and you know and i'm thinking too like i just you know josh trained he took me to fights and all this and I got so much into boxing. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta give back something. You know what I mean? I can't just leave this whole sport. Yeah. You know. And so I came back and I got a few kids that I don't train now. They all left now, but started with them and seeing and helping them out, just trying to give back. And then I fell in love with coaching, and and here I am. It's been about <laughs> yeah. five years now. Yeah. And I'm still coaching, and I got good. Some good kids going now. For sure. They're just upcoming. We're just upcoming. I mean, five years is nothing. I yeah. got these kids that I've been training now today. They're about you know, Lucas and Drake, about two years now. They've been fighting. 
So it's just a rebuilding gym right now, but yeah. they're going to be good because I'm doing the same thing, yeah. taking them to Detroit, you know. Right. You see a little bit in. of yourself? And, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. They're hungry. They're hungry. Yep. I see it. And I got, like I said, doing the same thing that worked for me. And I'm, you know, switching some stuff around. And it's it's different it times, yeah. too. Right? So exactly. you've learned as, yeah. we, as you exactly. go on. Yeah. So it's it'll be good. It'll take us still a few more years to get them champions the canadian champions and all that but i'm looking forward yeah, to it especially now i mean <laughs> there even will be yeah, anything know, you know no one is gonna start yeah. those fights it's a it, it, we're in a tough spot as we mm-hmm. speak right now actually mm-hmm. but you know kind of just keeping it in the community like you said too you know just keeping these kids in the gym is yeah. is beneficial no matter what you stepped away for a little bit but yeah. we're able to get into it and it seems like it took off because now you started your own kind of yeah, yeah i'm doing thing. my own yeah like um the ag box fit training people not so much as for fighting but more for fitness yeah. on that part but believe it or not i've had some fighters <laughs> some people compete from that you know what i mean and, yeah. and do yeah. well also so yeah. it's 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 both, you know. It's, yeah, I was gonna say it probably goes both ways. If yeah. someone gets into it, yeah, it's like, well, I can box, it, or someone then, that boxing is like, well, I could use some training. Yeah, right? like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I mean, and being here, you're you're surrounded by mm-hmm. clients, really, right? Yeah, so I mean, exactly. it's gotta yeah, be a yeah. good living for you. It's all right. Yeah, it's good. Keeps you afloat, and it's yeah. something you love. And uh, right? yeah, exactly. So you can't you can't beat that. Mm-hmm. So as mentioned, like right now, we're in a pretty tough spot in the boxing world, really, yet alone mm-hmm. here in Windsor. Yeah. Um, if I'm not mistaken, like the restrictions say, you know, yeah, we can like we can open, but Boxing Ontario is kind of like eh, I don't know. Yeah, How, you guys were able to. to yeah, well, something, no, right? you know what? Ronaldo is the guy who did all this, made this all happen, and uh, he talked to Boxing Ontario, and they're they're the ones who helped him out with all this and how to reopen and how to get these fighters back and going. Because, I mean, the 2021. I mean, we're probably none of our my guys are going to the Olympics, but there'll be people wanting to go to the Olympics. So they got to start training now. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on in Europe, how they're doing it, their stuff. I mean, it seems like Windsor is the last city in the yeah, world. Of course, Absolutely, <laughs> it is. Man. <laughs> you know? Like, even different provinces are different. Yeah, you know I, mean? I mean, my so. buddy from Alberta just came back here, and he said, it's like nor- almost normal there. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just walk in, walk out. Like, there's still those stickers on the ground yeah, and stuff, yeah. six feet, but everything else is normal. But they've evolved. We're stuck in yeah, the we're stuck driver, like, starter seat, you know? <laughs> So, yeah, I'm thinking we're the last city in the world that's going to reopen up, but we got to do what we got to do. And that's what I'm saying. Ronaldo talked to Boxing and Terry, and they said, like, do this, this, and this, and you'll be able to reopen up. And and we did. Mm-hmm. You got to do what you got to do during these times. Yeah. Like, like I said, just leaving the little things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, pretty much your time to split here seems like, you know, training guys, training people for yeah. personal training side. Yeah. And I'm sure that's, you know, Keeping you happy in life, keeping yeah. you going, oh, yeah, for just, sure. just enjoying what you're doing, right? Yeah, for sure, 100%, man. I mean, I never thought I'd be here. I never thought I'd coach. And really, I tell people, like, I did boxing, and it's finally giving back to me after the fact I finished boxing. Because mm-hmm. really, I didn't make no money in boxing, right? I mean, if I Terrence Crawford, but when Terrence Crawford was a yeah. nobody, right? You yeah. know what wish I mean? You like, fight he was, him now. Yeah, I wish I could fight him now, yeah. <laughs> So I didn't make much of that fight. I never made a lot of money in boxing. And finally, now, after I'm done my boxing career, I'm making money off boxing. Mm. I mean, sometimes that's how it works. That's life, man. It's yeah. the world, right? Yeah. The world we're living in, too. Well, thank you so much for uh, oh, no. taking the time and letting me come out here, man. Oh, I appreciate no. it. was fun. Thanks a lot.
All right, all right, all right. Back here on the Wind City Sports Podcast is Drake Demore, your host as always. That was Andre Gorgeous Georges of Border City Boxing here in Windsor. We did that interview earlier this week, actually, on a very hot day, as uh, we were talking about. You know, it was probably, oh, let's see here, 25 degrees, 26, 7 degrees uh, that day. So, you know, the humidity, the humidix, or what, humidex, it was even higher. So, uh, thank you to Andre for taking the time to do that with me, letting me come out to the club during these times. You know, sometimes you can only have so many people in in the vicinity at one time. And I did want to ask him, you know, how they were able to open up. Um, the only boxing gym that I know of that's open and able to run pretty much anything. So, um, yeah, I thought that was interesting to, you know, see how, how they uh, came to be. And, again, so much about his career that will be highlighted on our Instagram probably this week. Just trying to, uh, you know, create some good content and put some good stuff out there. Thank you to Andre for <laughs> giving me a few tidbits, uh, some stuff to create for you guys. But without further ado, we're going to get into some local sports news here. As we actually do have a decent amount to, to talk about here. Good amount of hockey news, and we're, we'll kick it off with a former player and Sun County Panthers coach, Ryan Bess, who was named Coach of the Year by Alliance Hockey. Uh, talked about Ryan with Mike McIntyre a few weeks back on the show, unless that might be in the part two, which will be coming up. He uh, coached with Ryan and even played with him a bit, I believe. The Rocket Mortgage Classic will be held July 2nd through 5th at the Detroit Golf Club, where Nate Lashley is the defending champion. The event was originally scheduled to be this month. Some are predicting a Tiger Woods sighting and even participation in the tournament at the event. So eyes will be open for that one. Too bad I can't cross the border to go. Earlier this week on Tuesday, the NBL of Canada announced their return to play and they will be returning for the 2020-2021 season in late December. Pretty much keeping things on track as that's when they normally kick off is around that time. I think they actually kicked off on Boxing Day uh, this past season. Uh, but we can now confirm that the league and our Windsor Express will be back at the regular time as their future was up in the air for quite some time. Obviously, they have canceled uh, the previous season, the 2020 season and playoff with no outcome. But we will, as of now, we will be having a 2021 season and champion upcoming season opening date to be announced at a later time. Jack Bowler will be returning to the LaSalle Vipers Junior B Hockey Club this season, as announced earlier in the week. The son of Spitfire's GM and legend Bill Bowler. This will be his fifth season and second as captain. The CHL is gearing up to launch their streaming service for all three of their leagues, including our OHL for our Windsor Spitfires, WHL, and QMJHL. The plan is to launch the service for this upcoming season so combining them all together a lot of people are happy about that one i understand and finally a congratulations to another past guest and spitfire's goaltending coach perry wilson on the announcement of perry's virtual seminar with hockey canada so congrats to perry great guy great guy i can't say enough about him but we're going to wrap it up quick this week on the win city sports podcast my name is drake demore and i'm here every thursday with a brand new episode of the podcast and radio show. The radio show airs live on CJAM 99.1 FM every Thursday at 12.30 and replays on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Even during this pandemic, broadcasting from home, you'll hear highlights from our podcast interviews, as much news as we can gather, and some good music. 
Here on the podcast, you hear the full, uncut, and unedited version of interviews with local athletes, coaches, entrepreneurs, and whatever they might be in the sport world or beyond. WinCitySports.com and anywhere podcasts are found, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Give us a review or rating on whatever platform you might use. And as well, give us a follow, like, subscribe on whatever social media you might use, including Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, at WinCity underscore sports if you're trying to find us. Just simply search up Win City Sports or the Win City Sports Podcast, W-I-N-C-I-T-Y. Win City is all one word if you're ever having trouble trying to find us. My name is Drake Demore. You can follow me on Twitter at Drake Demore and as well as Instagram, same handle at Drake Demore. But until next week, smell you later.